and welcome to Make It Stop March Badness 2020, sponsored by Mike Bloomberg 2020. No. Were you like Mike? He's a cool guy. He did not give us $150. We're just saying this of our own volition. He's a cool guy and he's tall. He's so cool. Stop and frisk is fake news. Yeah, more like make, make and it. stop and frisk, right? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, there we go. The, Just we about go. to there. say that, but I'm glad we're right there. Lockstep, everyone. <laughs> we're stopping. We're frisking. We're not doing either of those things. We hate Mike Bloomberg, and absolutely, you should not in any way vote for him. No, we like him, and he did not give us $150. <laughs> To say that he's cool. He, he didn't give you $150. He gave you $1,000, Mike. He gave us no. 25 bucks and a bus ticket. No. <laughs> he gave it. me avocado toast, you know, and Whoa. for free. And now I can buy a house. Whoa. Wow. Thank you, Daddy Bloomberg. We appreciate you. What a kindness you've offered us. No, Stoppies, this is a horrible way to start. We've built such an important, <laughs> critical uh, rapport with our audience who trusts us for the facts. The for facts. the straight facts, yeah. for for unbiased, completely objective information. That's what this podcast is all about, right? Make it stop. Bad music. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> My name is Heather Mack. My name is Mike Dunn. And as one of our recent negative reviews said, uh, we are going to be laughing at like the popular kids in high school and making fun <laughs> of everything that isn't us. So uh, if you don't like that, um, please go listen to the Joe Rogan experience where <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy will uh, say literally nothing of merit for three hours and uh, you all love it. So, Look, he endorsed Bernie. I, I, I think critical support for Joe. Uh, it's very important in this election cycle. His interview with Bernie was actually way more thoughtful than anything I've seen in the mainstream media. Yeah. He's incisive. Yeah, all right. Well, and I loved him on news radio. you got to <laughs> respect the classics. Have you ever done DMT and gone in a sensory deprivation tank, but instead of sensory deprivation, all you could hear was Nickelback? Because that's what this podcast is all about. Stoppies. We have indeed done DMT Uh far too long ago to provide any sort of a psychedelic buffer between uh, us and the horrible um, experiment, audio experiment that we're all uh, undertaking over the course of this beautiful, brutal month of pain. March Badness, everyone. This is round two. Well, this is part two of round one. Part two of round one. That's yes. what I meant. It's hard to keep track. We are, we're reviewing the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst, the bottom of the barrel, the worst reviewed albums of the past 10 years up and, against each other. And pitting them against each other in the fucking Thunderdome. Ooh. This is, I guess this is not a Thunderdome episode, but it's basically in the uh, the arena of Yeah, uh, arena. That shittiness. makes it sound cool. Um, <laughs> so last week, uh, if you haven't heard, it was Eminem versus Imagine Dragons. <laughs> This uh, Imagine Dragons is moving on to take on Hollywood Undead in round two. Wow. Hollywood Undead, who, of course, got a buy in the first round because they're that bad. Which is oh my God. Imagine, wild. Imagine Dragons sounds like something like Las Vegas magicians fuck too. That is, they are, are, are they from Las Vegas? They are from Las yeah. Vegas. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're, oh, you're God. more right than you could have ever thought. Oh, well, no. Speaking of which, this disembodied voice... <laughs> Mm-hmm. is our dear friend Katie McCarthy who's on the show with us today to take on our latest tournament bracket. Thank you. I sacrificed a lot, listeners. <laughs> We've <laughs> sacrificed so much for you. 
uh, Katie McCarthy, famously of the Chuggo episode, <laughs> um, one of our most underrated episodes. Come on, guys, if you haven't listened to that, you gotta have. Come on, fucking guys, Honestly. you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do yourself a favor and 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 dig deep on that one because it's it, you might not have heard of it and you might think why should I spend two hours of my life doing yeah. this and it's, it's a great question <laughs> I can't really tell you <laughs> Canadian rap needs more respect yeah the deep cut episodes are some of the best you know I, I look at the numbers and I'm just disappointed to see people skipping the Chuggo episode people skipping the Earth Crisis episode. You guys are missing some classic Make It Stop. It's true. Um, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Come on, bots who are downloading the first five minutes of the little Dicky episode. <laughs> I finally looked at the stats on that one. It's rough. It's Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll cut this out. But yeah, I looked at the stats because I could find out, like, how long through Spotify, like, how long people typically listen to like episodes and for the most part it's actually pretty impressive on some level like for the most part you guys listen to a lot of the episodes like on average um you listen to most of it and that's <laughs> god <laughs> all right so hold on i think we have just uncovered a conspiracy then I, we might have because as you know as we've talked about the little dicky episode is our most downloaded episode and is downloaded predominantly in India. It's bots. Does that mean that Lil Dicky himself is paying fucking click farms in India mm-hmm. to download his music and anything with his name on it? Ooh. This is this is like Bloomberg to the <laughs> Democratic yeah. race. Or it's like Lil, Di- <laughs> Lil Dicky is the Bloomberg of music. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true, actually, mm-hmm. on, on more levels than we could even get into right now. But yeah, the Lil Dicky episode and the Chris Gaines episode, which that I can't explain. I don't know what's happening, but the average listen time to those two episodes are like three minutes. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> they're both paying fucking click farms. Wow, wow, Lil Dicky, answer for yourself. He's got a TV show now. Did you see that? Oh my god, I. He's a TV show on FXX called Dave. Nope. He's finally nope. he's finally accomplished his plan of. Using hip hop as a launch pad into stardom as a shitty comedian. Please do not and watch that show. Stoppies. Stoppies. Look away. Don't vote for Bloomberg. Don't watch Little Dicky's fucking show. If you show. watch Dave, that is essentially a vote for Bloomberg. It is. It is. God. And you heard it here first. All right. So today, what are we doing? Um, we okay. are. This is another reference to our very critical reviews. Can I just say, uh, Stoppies, if you like this show, can you please give us a nice review? We've gotten some really nice uh, feedback from people, and we really appreciate that. But like, if you could give us a nice little review, that would be just so special. Because uh, we definitely had uh, a massive uh, Kiss fan who just <laughs> sent us. And Jukebox Zeros, who we recently did an episode with, they sent us identical dis uh arguments dis um reviews where they gave us one star reviews because we they were clearly a kiss fan and they talked about us not because we said right off the bat that we didn't like kiss well i'm sorry i'm not sorry (laughs) they also did put in one custom note about my hyena laugh which again (laughs) is true it's correct you're right i'm sorry but again i'm not sorry uh so we got two negative reviews and then we had another one was like Calling us, yeah, the popular kids in high school, which... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're really... So true, yeah. So true, yeah. I was I just totally fucking... I was just slaying <laughs> in high school. I was just yeah. slaying twat. Poonanay, <laughs> you're left and right, baby. Um, 
and yeah, that, and that is... the first 20 minutes is just us rambling. So in order to avoid that. Well, bef- yeah, again, seriously, please rate and review five stars only. It's very important. Get it there in the trenches in the posting wars. It extends all the way to the podcast you listen to. Yep. Don't let the Kiss Chuds win. No. You know who's a Kiss fan? Bloomberg. Guaranteed. 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 All right. But um, so we are talking about we are in the next round of March Badness. And today uh, we are going head to head with uh, Maroon 5. I almost said Imagine Dragons because there's a lot in common. But Maroon 5's uh, 5 or V because they're fancy. They used Roman numerals. And uh, versus... Uh, Nickelback's All the Right Reasons. So All the Right Reasons came out in 2005. V came out in 2014. Weirdly, a lot of, again, like kind of weird crossover Mm -hmm. where it's like these two bands make no sense together, but all of a sudden one song into the next because Mike Dunn, uh, you know, helpfully fashions these into a playlist with alternating songs one after the other, and it's like, oh. You're welcome. This, yeah, I know, oh right? Doing the real work here. Um, and, and, it's, and it's so interesting how, you know, some of them just blend in so seamlessly. Like um, Adam Levine and Chad Kroger are both really gross men who don't know how to describe sex in any way, in any sort of sexy way. Yeah, I don't know. Counterpoint. Um, I I don't get the sense that uh, Nickelback cares about public health. Like I <laughs> dissociated while listening to this these songs because uh, I I felt like I could smell them. Like I could smell the grease on their guitar strings. I could tell they were not washing their hands. Which whereas Adam Levine absolutely washes his hands because he's just ready for the next moment to finger a lady. (laughs) Yeah, again, doesn't know how to do sex. (laughs) He is like, yeah, Maroon 5 is like Howie Mandel sterile. um, But really quick, let me just go over the rules again of how this tournament works. Let's do that. We are going to go through the songs on this album uh, track by track. Uh, Track one, uh, two, three, four, five, et cetera, of each album is going to be pitted against one another and we're going to decide which song is the worst. We're going to assign a single point to the song that we think is the worst for each round. And then at the end of the albums, we're going to tally up those scores, and we're all going to assign an extra two points to the song that we thought was the worst of the worst. Whoever ends up with the most points at the end of the game moves on to round two to face Pitbull in uh, in the semifinals. There it is. I, I'm also, I just, as an aside, I'm shocked by the Pitbull getting a, a bye, but apparently Pitbull's very bad. So we're going to find out. But I, the, again, all of the these... the seating was determined by their average album rating on RateYourMusic.com, yeah. and huh. Pitbull averages a 1.3. Oh, that no. is, that's wild. So I'm really excited, or <laughs> excited. <laughs> that's, it's like I'm excited about this presidential primary experience. I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm over the moon with uh, anticipation to find out just how bad it can get. I can't believe it. He calls himself Mr. Worldwide, and he can't get enough people to rate his albums well. That he needs to Bloomberg it up. He needs to, to pay people exactly. to get some memes going. Yeah. Well, he did become. Well, well, we we'll save that for that episode. We're gonna do whatever we can to avoid a contested convention in the finals. <laughs> but you know, we'll see. We'll see we'll if, see. if uh, we might just rig it for you know whoever the fuck we want. We'll see if Hollywood Undead gets enough delegates. It's unclear at this time. <laughs> 
All right. So what do we need to say about All the Right Reasons and V? I mean, you guys know these artists. You know these bands. They're two of the most uh, maligned bands. I would say Nickelback more so than Mm. Maroon 5. Maroon 5 kind of occupies that, you know, that waiting room soundtrack of America where Nickelback inspires, like, outright, like, hatred Mm. and... According to Rolling Stone in 2013, the readers named Nickelback the second worst band of the 90s behind only Creed. Hmm. They're also wildly, wildly popular. So similar to Creed, they're extremely, extremely popular. This album, All the Right Reasons, was certified diamond. Wow. uh, By the Recording Industry of... uh, of America in March 2017 and had sold almost 8 million copies in the U.S. as of December 2015. So it is one of the best-selling albums of all time in the U.S. and certified seven times platinum in March 2010. So, you know, this is... They're they're extremely, extremely famous um, and popular. Maroon 5 is too, though. I mean, they played the Super Bowl Mm halftime show. Uh, I'm sure V sold very well too, especially in this era of, you know, post... Uh, art having value, uh, they're still somehow making money. Uh, well, I mean, the more Adam Levine wears less shirts. <laughs> have you, that chest, those ta- it takes a long time to read all those tattoos. Uh, California. Yeah. yeah, I can read it. <laughs> I can read it from down the street. <laughs> it's just on his fucking cresting his little tummy. Uh, what a doofus. God, ugh. I don't know. I watched The Voice, and I do have a soft spot for him. Like, he is kind of a loser and I think that's why he writes about women the way he does I'm constantly just getting like dunked on by Blake Shelton constantly <laughs> although hey he was de- he was duetting with uh, his girl on this album oh, which we'll God. get to oh that's <laughs> yeah where's your soft spot now McKady? where'd that soft spot go I think they could do better <laughs> Yeah, we have, I feel like Heather and I, we have a, a personal vendetta against Maroon 5 for whatever reason. Um, I don't... I've always very much hated Maroon 5. Yeah. Basically on the level of Nickelback for me, but I do know that generally they're more well-regarded. Right. Um, something about Adam Levine's voice, uh, mm. the voice in particular, is yes. just unbearable. It, yeah, well, it's it's the affectedness of it. I think is what really gets me, and and we'll we'll definitely get into it. But and also at this point, so in their career, this is 2014. Um, they've really just eschewed the idea of being a band in any way. Like you have maybe like an, an occasional bass line, an occasional guitar part, but for the most part, the drums are all electronic. Everything seems very, very, very disconnected and very phoned in. And and that was kind of their mission to, you know, change their sound or whatever. Um, I did kind of do some digging and found out a little bit about their, like, origins and stuff. I didn't do any research for any of um, March Badness. There's just not enough time. Okay, I guess that's true. So, anyway, point being, they were well, in... What was the reason? Well, what did you find out? I mean... The nothing re- interesting? Not so much interesting. They were in a, some stupid band called Kara's Flowers, and they all wore suits, and um, it was really no. bad. They had a really bad song called Soap Disco that you can look no. it up. And it was almost like they were they were kind of going for, like, a British, like, mod thing. Uh. They looked like a ska band, but it was just... It was really a mistake on many levels, but apparently... Apparently, some A&R reps, they saw it, and they were like, that guy, he needs to be a star. 
get that guitar away, and they've been just pulling instruments away from that band ever since. And it, mm. and it has just become the Adam Levine show. And I'll agree with you there, Katie. I think he's uh, somewhat endearing. I have also watched The Voice. I dabble in some reality TV shows here and there. And, um, yeah, he's, he's um, kind of endearing. He's kind of lovable on that show. Um, I'm not going to give him a pass for talking about sex the way he does. So no. we'll, we'll definitely um, get no. into that. That is definitely a sin that both bands commit. Oh, for sure. And yeah. Woof. Um, Woof. All right. So should we just jump right into the contest Aww. here? Or is there anything else to say about these bands before we do? Um, did you have anything to say about Nickelback? I mean, is Nickelback oh, just God. self-explanatory? Like, we hate them too? <laughs> There's. I, I was having trouble just in my notes saying things about Nickelback. We all know what Nickelback is. Right. And all I can say is that they are what you think they are. There's... N- there's nothing on this album that proved otherwise. You know, there's there's nothing that made me reconsider Nickelback no. in any way. If no. you don't like Nickelback, you know why you don't like Nickelback, and it is that for every single song on the album. I tried so hard to go into this with an open mind, and I just can't. I No, no. I'm not going to have nice things to say, and I know how hard it is to make art. But I have nothing nice to say. <laughs> That's fine. That's good, fine. That's what we're here you. for. That's for, what we're here for. Um, I have a... I don't know if you want to hear this. I have a funny Bobcat Goldthwait um, anecdote about Nickelback. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fire away. All right. So he used to direct the Jimmy Kimmel show, and um, Nickelback was going to perform, and their manager was just like this huge prick, and he said to Bobcat, don't shoot Chad's profile, and Bobcat was like, who's Chad? The large singer. The large singer. The lead <laughs> singer. <laughs> the large singer. <laughs> A new uh, show, um, a new reality but- TV show on ABC. Large <laughs> <laughs> large singer. singer. Uh, yeah, the manager said, like, it's because he has a large nose. So, um, like, the crew could hear all this conversation. And so, like, Bobcat asked the assistant director to tell him when he has 10 seconds left, like, at the end of the show, when they're playing last show, last song at the end of the show. And uh, he just tells his team to shoot the nose. And he just has this like montage of Chad's nose on a bunch of screens. Uh, Listen, the Bobcat told the story; it's much better. But yeah, oh my god! So he so he got some amazing. Show the nose on all the screens. That's how it went, right? I love that. I, I love that. I'm I'm very grateful for that. I'm glad that somebody got some petty revenge when they had the opportunity to for Nickelback ruining the last two decades of our lives. Like literally, Nickelback. Did you know that they debuted uh, their or their big album that was like their breakthrough album was uh, Silver Side Up? You know when that when that album came out? It's the '90s, right? No, oh. September 11th, 2001. Oh, <laughs> that is so. They are terrorists. Um, <laughs> also the same day as the um, turtle club scene of The Master of Disguise, one of the truly worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. And it the towers is. fell as they were filming the turtle They scene. literally, it, they did. And then Dana Carvey in the full turtle costume pulled everyone together for a moment of silence. I think That's, somehow we've already talked about this in the pod, but it does bear repeating. It does. <laughs> it does. It's getting me really horny. So thank you. <laughs> get, I need, you need to get horny You're to talk also about these turtles. albums. Yeah, these are turtles. very horny albums. Yeah, they are. And so gross on so many levels. So why don't we go ahead? We're going to get into the first uh, head-to-head matchup, which is we're starting off with Nickelback. 
Um, and it will be Follow You Home, track one, followed by Maps by Maroon 5. them uh it doesn't matter i feel like it it could be it's it's every band of the last like 15 years but yeah you're right what was that song again do it again am i wrong i think that we could be something for real what this time just to feel that is literally just it's just like a background song of our collective unconscious yeah like yeah, I wrote in my notes that this is, a, it sounds like a song I've heard a thousand times and that yep. I never want to hear again. I said, so I had a few little metaphors about these two songs. So um, for Maps, um, I said this band, or this song, is and this band, is a living embodiment of a mustache finger tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Follow You Home, I said this is the anthem of a public breakup at a Midwestern Denny's. Oh, <laughs> shit. I think it's even more sinister than that. Oh, well. It's really... Yeah, okay, I couldn't figure out two things about Follow You Home. I couldn't tell if it was, like, you know, about the various emotions you go through when you're in an abusive relationship. Or if it was, like, the proto... You know how the teens say things like, Carrie Brownstein, please step on my vaginal canal. <laughs> right. Which is, which is an open invite. Um, <laughs> but, you know what, I... Couldn't decide. I mean, yeah, you can tie me to the bed and try and beat me half to death, but you can never keep me down. Well, mm-hmm. you can stick me in a hole. Yeah. What? What, what part of you? <laughs> How big's the hole? You? Oh, you can pray all day for rain. You can shoot me in the leg. Just try to make me beg, and you can leave me there for days. Is that the plot to Black Snake Moan? <laughs> um. Is is this the soundtrack? I- is this, it's supposed to be, you know, that's that's what romance is, right? It's uh, leaving your beloved in a in a hole and praying that it rains isn't, until they die. Isn't Black Snake Moan the movie where Samuel L. Jackson uh, chains, chains uh, Brittany Murphy to, to a the radiator yeah, because to a she's radiator. too horny? Yes. <laughs> so that is actually the emotional, like, yeah. undercurrent of every song in the Nickelback album. Well, my Absolutely. read on the Nickelback song was you can try whatever you want to make me stay away from you. You can attack and physically Ooh. assault me, but I will continue to stalk you. Well, she is his Mississippi princess and his California, California queen. I, yeah. 
So the Duchess of Detroit. <laughs> Wait, where's she from? How can she be from all those places? Because she's not a real person. It sounded very sinister to me. It sounded like he's done something to this woman where she is trying desperately to get away from him and he is continuing to pursue her. That's the that's the story I, I heard. That's interesting because I thought it was kind of like the rare butt rock ballad where the man is actually romanticizing his own abuse. Because I kind of yeah. thought it was like a, it's like an S&M kind of like, oh, he's, you know, beat him up, but he'll still come back. Like, he'll still come back for yeah. you. That's, yeah, that was she's, what I got. She's but trying not necessarily- desperately to keep him away from her. Or they're just in this, like, toxic, shitty relationship where, you know, she's hurting him all the time emotionally and physically, but he will ne- he will never leave. Yeah, I read it more as, yeah, like a puppy dog. Yeah. His puppy dog eyes to this woman who is, you know, boring holes into his uh, body. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the, so the, all right, so he's good... He's not stalking her. He's just a victim exactly. of a yeah. horrible woman. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. It's one or the other. Neither is very. Uh, Neither is, is good. A good story. It's no. Not good. No. None of them are good. Uh, <laughs> you should know this by now, guys. This show is not called "Let It Continue." Um, Maps. That's a song that you've heard a thousand times. Uh, Maps is the map that leads to Coogan's. <laughs> it is every song that gets played at every upstairs quote unquote dance party at Faneuil Hall. Oh God! It's chorus music. Yep, that's that's oh my God! That is that hits it. Yeah, it there. very much is. is. It's a hard rock cafe of a song. Yes, yeah, yes. that is it. It's totally. the, it's the finger much Hard mustache. rock cafe also at Faneuil Hall. <laughs> I also, if you're not from Boston, just picture like the place where all the fucking tourists and bros go in your city, and that's so what we're talking bad. about. It's bad. I got heckled by the NYPD at a comedy show in Faneuil Hall. The NYPD went to Boston so they would not get in trouble during their bachelor party. Um, wow. <laughs> anyway, I'm traumatized. Just like I'm traumatized by this uh, album. Um, <laughs> at the beginning... Of maps, it kind of sounds like he's doing a uh, a sting in the police vocal oh, yeah. pattern. Yep, mm-hmm. big but, influence. Yeah, but it's like, don't stand so close to me if he fucked the teen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it is definitely like a more adult contemporary late period sting. That's basically, that is what I get from... Well, it's that Maroon Five. It's that Muppet register. Mm. It's like a Muppet version of Sting. <laughs> you know, I, I said his voice has like almost like a Meatwad quality. Oh God! You oh meat yeah, wad from yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Right. So similarly, like you know, a cartoon or a thing made for children, but like oh. singing about sexing me up. You're right. It is Meatwad <laughs> or a Muppet. Yeah. That's so true. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, I don't, this is when, so like you have these super processed like club drums, you know, again, you don't really hear a lot of instruments at all on the Maroon 5 side. There is a guitar going like, Mm. you know, like just little lead kind of, you know, little, little flourishes, but yeah, it is, it is mostly production work it's all Ooh. production and then you have the faux like barn house like stomp sesh you know <sighs> straight out of the imagine dragons wheelhouse just throw some you know hand claps and dumb shit um you know who wrote the song one of the writers on the song no amar malik it is yeah 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 it's it's gonna be interesting if um maroon <laughs> five moves on because yeah. our dear friend of the pod ben stein 
who's appeared before. Actually, we didn't mention, but every everyone we booked for uh, March Badness is a returning guest. Yes. We're doing it for the stoppies. Mm-hmm. All the faves coming back. Um, including Ben Stein. Including Ben Stein. <laughs> yep. Um, his friend Amar is a professional songwriter. His old friend from high school, who yeah. I've met and is a wonderful guy. Shout out to um, you, Amar. I'm always worried that he's going to hear one of these episodes. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Amar. Definitely nothing personal against yeah. Amar. It's... Yeah, but it'll be interesting if Be- if Maroon Five moves on and Ben has to do that episode because it's very possible that a lot of those songs will have been yeah, written I mean, by his dear friend. He's responsible for moves like Jagger, which is oh, the ba- no. the song that like resurrected their whole career and and got everyone you know to buy their albums again because they had kind of fizzled out a little bit. So Amar is like actually directly responsible to, for a lot of our pain and suffering right now. So I would say shout out to you. For <laughs> me, the blame falls more squarely on the shoulders of wait what's his name again Adam Levine Adam Levine (laughs) because the voice the vocals and the lyrics are are the worst aspects yeah of most of these Maroon 5 songs pretty bad I'm still processing that you guys have met one of the co-writers yeah on this song because it's like when I found out that the Boston Bombers lived in my neighborhood. Yeah, they lived. Uh, <laughs> I lived in Inman Square at the time too. They were like around the corner from me. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so I hate the Maroon Five song. Is it as offensive as Nickelback though? No. They they're both doing kind of overly familiar, like focus grouped, sort of perfect mass produced pop products, but like two totally different flavors. Yeah, yeah, two shitty flavors, two really dumb flavors. The one thing I'll say, and this is something that almost made me kind of lean a little bit towards like Nickelback for a good chunk of this uh, experience, is the fact that they actually, you do hear the instruments. You do hear the people, the musicians actually playing, and some of the riffs are good, the drumming is really good. I don't know, like it's it, it's very formulaic, it's very generic, both of them are extremely generic. You you couldn't pick the backgrounds out of a lineup, but they're both also characterized by their shitty frontmen being shitty and gross in various ways. But I don't know. You got to give them a little bit of credit, maybe, because it doesn't sound like it wasn't made entirely by a computer. Yeah, I mean, you got to admit that that dingus, Chad Kroger, he does have range. He does have a kind of a good voice. Yeah. I mean, so does so does Adam Levine, though. Yeah, I, I prefer Adam Levine's. And I also find the Maroon 5 songs have a little more dynamic than... Uh, Nickelbacks. There's a little more going on. Yeah. But I also love electronic music. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I do too, but I also like, you know, I like guitar music with riffs and distortion, mm-hmm. but like the distortion is like weirdly hollow on these um like every song every song is like nonstop distortion pedal, yeah. heavily distorted yeah. guitar, but it doesn't like it doesn't actually feel like it's, you know, like hard. Right. You know? But the yeah. ba- but you're right though, Heather, like the band is tight. Kroger's got range. There's positives to be found, like, if you want to get really analytical about it and, like, ignore just the feeling you're getting from listening to Nickelback. Or just imagining them having sex. Like, the feeling, like, just the the greasy thrusts, those ringlets, just (laughs) bouncing back and forth. I don't know what you're referring to with ringlets. That's his hair. Oh, God. Kroger's fucking... (laughs) 
Yeah, his ramen, his ramen uh, strands. Oy. He's cut his hair He's... semi-recently, maybe within the past decade. I don't know, but it's shorter. He... It looks cleaner. Did he go for, like, the Richard Spencer cut or, like... <laughs> no, he's got a few, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm cool spikes. <laughs> okay, yeah. so he's still frosting, at Yeah, least. he's yeah. definitely frosting. That's still but... on brand for the Krogs. Yeah. For the Krogs. Yeah, I mean, Adam Levine has been judged one of the sexiest man alive by people multiple years, so I will obviously say between the two of them, Adam Levine is far hotter. All those fucking oh, definitely. California belly tat doesn't really so quite funny. do it for me. But he he has worse think tattoos. About that thrusting. Um, I see. I I definitely. Yeah. I don't think that Adam Levine is unattractive, but I think there's just a little something that dead behind the eyes. Yeah, it's, it's in the eyes. Yeah, it's in the eyes. Yeah, he's, beady. He's, Flickering. He's, he's got sad eyes. He does, yeah. yeah. So does Chad. They do. These are sad-eyed, broken men. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Adam Levine probably got bullied but didn't deserve it, whereas Chad deserved that. <laughs> I think Chad bullied. Uh, I think they both his bullied. His name is Chad. That's true well we'll get into his history a little bit later when we get oh. the biography song you know we'll, right. we'll, when we get deep oh. into it we oh, should that. probably move on to the next yeah, one well, we got a lot we gotta, to do well we gotta pick which one's the worst oh, yeah, we gotta do our right. points Fuck. so let's do that and move on i think it's time all right the gross abuse lyrics put follow you home over the edge that one's the worst i also went with follow you home yeah that that song sucks shit all right, that's All right. three points for Nickelback. Negative points. <laughs> Negative stickers. Um, all right, the next two are Fight for All the Wrong Reasons, followed by Animals. Now, we got to specify this is Animals by Maroon 5. Because there are multiple. There are multiple <laughs> animals. There's one coming up, folks. Here we go. myself, you got Every time you got Slavery. <laughs> Let's start there, shall we? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, fight for all the wrong reasons. It's another toxic relationship uh, anthem uh, with some really subtle double entendres like, you got off every time you got onto me. Yeah. That'll really do it. Just plop right on top and. <laughs> Yeah. Here we go. Hey, baby, come over here and get on to me. <laughs> and immediately have the best orgasm of your life, baby. Yo, I was at the bar. I met this girl last night, and she fucking totally got on to me. <laughs> um, he should feel good about that, too. A lot of women can't come through penetration. Chad, you shouldn't be complaining. You did it, buddy. <laughs> he did. He also he got caught up. In favorable slavery. 
Yeah, I didn't even catch that. You didn't catch that? No. What a collection of terms to miss. (laughs) Favorable slavery. Is that how you say you're a sub, Chad? Is that how you... I, yeah. it, it might it might go along with the initial the theme yeah, of the first that song. That might just be kink jargon that we're not aware of because we're not in the scene. Fuck. I actually I tweeted this a while back. Do you want me to go through uh, all the kinks of all the candidates? Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can oh. find that. Biden Dom consensual non consent. Bloomberg sub Fin Dom. Buttigieg vanilla Volcel. <laughs> Klobuchar, Dom, edge play and knife play. Nice. Oh my God, yeah. Sanders, switch, caretaker, caregiver. <gasps> uh, Steyer, sub, piss freak. Warren, Dom, race play. <laughs> <laughs> and this is amazing. Yang, switch, feet. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. Yang is a feet guy. Oh, he totally is. It in your bones. <laughs> your feet <Ew>. bones. <laughs> so that was a tweet that no one liked. So I'm glad someone finally, uh, you know. I'll, I'll go and like that. I'll go give oh, that you, a like and an RT. Like. I think I got actually. I did. I got. I got a like from like a random like. It was the same thing as when I posted the "I want to fuck my son" lyrics. Yeah, remember that time, the, only... the dark time <laughs> where we were being followed and retweeted by uh by fucking incest. Twitter Twitter pages. Yeah. So I think those those people just they just they just like really search through their keywords yeah. and like everything they find because I did I got liked by some 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 kinksters for this. Yeah, one. follow Mike Dunn if you're into this kind of questionable content at Ingmar Birdman. One. At one. Ingmar Birdman one. There you go. I didn't even notice that they tacked the one on until it was too late. So Yeah. What else did I want to say about uh, just a... favorable slavery? There you go. Oh, it's a little hard to leave when you're going, going down on me. That's... Oh, I never want to hear him say when you're going down on me. I, I think it's like a sign that he's actually very polite. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't want to. Yeah, it would be rude. That's Chad will give you that. <laughs> I just don't want to picture Chad Kroger getting blown in my mind's eye. And <laughs> no. he makes that happen numerous times on he, this album. It's so much gross sex talk coming from a dude that looks like a pilled out cocker spaniel. Like, <laughs> it's not Yeah, cute. he definitely just came from the vet. Uh, and then um, he's got this weird recurring, like we didn't listen to it, but I'll find a clip of it. I, I guess he's got this like weird like vocoder, like predator voice. That oh. happens on some of the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like little, a little lot production, of the, the, blah, 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 the It's like the Ken Kniff, you know, used to be on the fucking Eminem albums. Mm, Ken Kniff. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, it's fucking gross. It's gross and it's bad. Uh, I will say, and uh, somehow this keeps happening, but uh, good bridge. It had a good bridge. The bridge had a Nickelback? little like, yeah. Oh, like their a, formula is well crafted. They had a nice like stoner rock riff in the bridge, and then it like then like the instruments dropped out, and there was like. A pop punk with chamber music backing vocals, like little Ooh. segments of it. Uh, it was like strangely good, um, but again, the, he says when you're going down on me like six <laughs> times in this song, and that is that is just that's a crime. Yeah, like you really should have named this album like "Think About My Weenie." <laughs> 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 or tie my weenie up and yeah. smack it with like a paddle. Chew my weenie. Chew me, chew my weenie. Uh, up. All right. Okay, but but segue. <laughs> I'm sorry. The lyrics of animals. Much more. Oh. Just as egregious. Just as egregious. Again, a seamless transition from that into you're like a drug that's killing me. I cut you out entirely, but I get so high when I'm inside you. Mm. 
Baby, you think you can hide. I can smell your scent for miles. Ew! That is evocative. What do you... <laughs> that is just awful. We... I'm preying on you tonight, hunt you down, eat you alive. Just like animals. They're animals. I said, this was the note that I made with, going back to our earlier comment, is that these are both just bands made out of your high school bullies becoming rock stars. Both well, of, all of them. I don't know. I think Chad Kroger could beat the shit out of all these guys single-handed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's really. <laughs> I God. mean, come on. Just with his, no, with his schnoz alone. <laughs> I kind of feel like he talks like a you know. big game. Right. That's what I, because the most of these songs, it sounds like he's never had kinky sex. And well, he it's, really wants to have kinky sex. Well, maybe you're just having Chuggo flashbacks because that <laughs> that was one right. of our one of our comments on that was that it's like I don't think you know how sex works, Chuggo. Like that's not where you put it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> wherever you put it, get get it out of there. <laughs> did he? Did he talked about like lube or, I, or strawberry just, lube? Yeah, strawberry yeah, yeah. Lube. I think oh, that yeah. was a, that was a Katie original, the strawberry lube. Oh, maybe yeah, he might have just created that. I like, the, I'm really just have blacked that album. I don't know. I don't remember that album That's anymore. That's for the best. And it's You needed to make trauma. room for this. This is how trauma works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um. we, we're, just, we're just replacing that trauma with a fresh trauma. <laughs> a nice um, fresh trauma. A fresh scent that you can smell oh, for miles. miles. Ugh, I smell your I... scent for miles. The song's all about stalking a woman like prey because they're animals. Yeah. Uh, and the bridge on this one is fucking trash. Comparatively, yeah. if we're talking, if we if we were judging this contest solely on bridges, uh, Nickelback would fucking toss fucking Maroon Five in the basura because <laughs> off the bridge. Wow. <laughs> the you remember the part of the bridge where he's like, it's just it, he just it's just him going yeah oh oh eh, oh oh yeah at the end doesn't he just howl like, and he does this little oh, the, the softest howl? the yeah. most the most soft high pitched a woo. I've ever heard in my life. And he didn't give it his all. If you're gonna a woo, you a woo. <laughs> Don't fucking oh! half ass it. Exactly. You gotta use your diaphragm. Exactly. I thought ooh, you knew better. Ooh. I, yeah. That was more of a oo than a awu, if you ask me. <laughs> He's soft. That's what we're saying. He's soft. Soft. Chad Kroger could beat the shit out of him. I don't care. Definitely. I don't care. Adam Levine, yeah, clearly he goes to the gym and he lifts, but he's one of those guys who does it because, like, he thinks that, like, some he's one of those, like, 4chan fit guys <laughs> who, like, is terrified of women but thinks that, like, all right, I'll just go to the gym and get swole and then automatically a, I will, a girlfriend will appear. You he, guys are, he has a hot wife. She's yeah. a very hot wife. Super hot. All right, whatever. So he I has think to, he's like, fine. talk about his energy, all right? Yeah. Well, no, no, absolutely. But he, he probably has to keep up with it to make up for these sins of lyrics that he's written. They're very, Ugh. very bad. It's very gross. Fucking noises they make. Are, are we done? Is America done with that quiet group like, hey? <gasps> No. Oh. Exactly. I, Thank the you synth, for... drum, echoey, non, nothing breakdown to nowhere. Yeah. Thank you for bringing attention to that. <laughs> it's an important issue. That is, it is a serious issue plaguing music for the last like, decade. It's like everything needs to be recorded like it was at, like it was like in a Pinterest, you know, list of of barn weddings like I, yep. I it, it all needs to sound like you're in some like on some mountaintop or something apparently howling to the moon to show how much you know raw animal magnetism 
you have with your fucking chubby California belly tat. Speaking of Howling to the Moon, I'm sure they played this very song every single night at, at Howl, Howl at the, the Moon. moon. <laughs> in Faneuil oh. Hall. <laughs> oh Located conveniently in the Taurus District. Where you um, can pay $5 to a piano player to play Animal by Maroon 5. And you uh, have to be blackout drunk and screaming it with 30 other people on a stage. And that's what fun is in Boston, everybody. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Come visit. <laughs> All right, should we assign some points to the, yeah. this, this round? Yeah, this is fucking... <sighs> Whoever wins, it's wrong. I, I'm firmly, I firmly think that "Fight for All the Wrong Reasons" is the worst song. I fucking hate it. I'm sorry, Nickelback. That's fair. You're not you. sorry, and you don't have to be. <laughs> you save that sorry for when it counts. Okay. When, all right. I'm sorry that I like the Maroon Five better. I think that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, for. that seems reasonable. I'm gonna. I don't. Favorable slavery. <laughs> I I want to give it to like I want to say that Nickelback's song it was better because the music itself was better. But favorable slavery. You go first, Mike Dunn. I'm giving it. I'm giving my point, and again, the point goes to the worst song. I'm giving my point to Maroon Five. It lost the Battle of the Bridges. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with you. All right. Right. So that's two points for Maroon Five and one point for. Do you, should we do this as like more of like a caucus where we? <laughs> should we? Yeah. Should we I'm, all I'm say our second choice then. now? <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then if Nickelback's then, not viable, <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll all go with our second we'll choice. We'll throw ourselves my, in the trash. <laughs> my second choice for worst song is Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but now we need to convince each other to cross the table to decide yeah. to go along with us. Let's all right. flip a coin. <laughs> We're not gonna do. Let's flip a coin. Um, um, my third choice is Yang. <laughs> I'm going Steyer. I'm just going to keep it spicy. Oh <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, two more songs. And we have... Um, <laughs> we have a Photograph by Nickelback, famously uh, retweeted by our president last year. The Nickelback meme became a big meme. <laughs> and our president <laughs> did it with a picture where Chad Kroger was holding up a framed picture of uh, Hunter Biden. <laughs> Some, did you not know about this? No, that <laughs> rules. That's hilarious. You know, uh, it is every now and then, every once in a, in a, in a while, Trump is hilarious. What? <laughs> Yes, he, he made a the good fact joke. that he did he really did that. He, he really did. Do he that. tweeted a picture of photograph with Chad Kroger holding up a picture of Hunter Biden. Yes, that fucking rules. <laughs> you got to give the man credit for one thing and only one thing, and oh, it is man. that he tweeted a picture of Chad Kroger holding a photograph of Hunter <laughs> oh Biden in the year of our Lord, twenty nineteen. He did make a good joke though. I forget on Christmas because North Korea said they were going to give us a present, and he's like, "Oh, are they going to give us a vase?" And I thought that was that was, that was funny. <laughs> it's like that's that's we funny. Good have joke. To laugh at something, Good don't joke. we, everyone? Folks, you have to laugh. Oh, <laughs> presidents say the darndest things. <laughs> wow, Christ. Okay, followed by "It Was Always You" uh, by Maroon Five. Second 
to me is the story of a man realizing he can have an emotion that's not angry horny (laughs) (laughs) wait what there's more (laughs) (laughs) and it's like three minutes of him bragging uh, cause some of us didn't have fr- friends in high school. Some of us didn't have fun. If I, if I wrote photograph, it would be like my friends ditched me at lunch. I talked to my online friends about Ayn Rand. I work in a deli and I'm in drama club. <laughs> You'd be writing it to your live journal. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, I was definitely on the Krogsters wavelength cause he, uh, we missed the line where he goes how did our eyes get so red (laughs) i know i know i krogi is that is that when he rhymed with what was on jimmy's head yeah brett was on jimmy's head yes right what was on jimmy's head the world will never know what is that that's why he's asking what's Um, on jimmy's head guys so apparently um so the song photographs is about you know krogster so actually all of them were in a band together in high school. And oh. their original band name, wait for it, The Village Idiots. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is great. Um, and so they're singing about their high school experience, the high school they went to, and their friends, and the, looking at the photograph. So in this song, he talks about breaking into, or going to juvie, going to like juvenile hall. Um, and apparently that is true. He did go to, to juvie for breaking into his junior high school to steal money. Which is wow. the weirdest fucking? Why would you That's go to a big, hi- junior high school to steal money? That's some big Sad. AJ Soprano energy right yeah, there. Dude. That's some AJ Soprano what shit. What kind of money does a junior high school? What in kind of animal? What kind of animal steals money from his own school? So you have like what, those jugs of pennies that yeah, you like, collect. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Hey, Chad. Hey. <laughs> Jesus, Chad. Wait till I tell your father. Oh, my God. All right. That was just a Boston mom. That was Mark Wahlberg's mom. That, that wasn't was, Carmela that... Soprano at all. Shout out to I'm Sean Sullivan. I'm um, okay. Guys, I don't give a shit about the story of Photograph. I don't care about the backstory. It's fucking Photograph. We all hate this song, right? It's so stupid. It's a song that was thrust upon us in 2005, and it just never let us go. <sighs> it, it was inescapable for a prolonged period of my life, and it sucked so bad and it still sucks so bad I'm not trying to really defend this song but does it actually suck as much as the internet told you it sucks it sucks I hate it Heather I hate it so much it brings back terrible memories and it's just and it's just structurally it's shit it's so bad verse pre-chorus chorus Oh, just it's just treacly fucking uh, just poorly executed John Cougar revivalism. Like uh, you know what it reminds me of is fucking Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Mm. I, mean, I, I I would I I Boulevard of Broken Dreams is so much better than Photograph, and I I hate that song too. I think they're in the same vein where yeah, like you said, the treacly like you know. 
uh, fake, like, you know, misty-eyed nostalgia, like, mm-hmm. dumb shit. And I don't know. It was very memeable, but I'm trying to remember, like, what d- truly is, like, the most hateable part of it. And the lyrics themselves are fucking stupid. But it's the lyrics, it's the melody, <laughs> it's, it, and it's it's the ubiquity. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, but no, it, it re- I, I mean, I, I worked at a liquor store in college and they yeah. played the, this radio station that played Photograph every day, like once an hour. That's fucking awful. I and, understand why you hate it. And, and yeah, I mean, some of those, but the thing is like some of those songs, like for as often as I heard them, uh, I still kind of like, you know, like. Oh, um, Fergie. <laughs> you, yeah, Fergie, You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. That's pretty, that's a bop. Uh, yeah, this is no you belong. This is with no me. you belong with me. That's this is true. photograph. This is the this no. is the worst one. No. Also, just to be clear, so Donald Trump tweeted a photograph parody video featuring oh. a picture of Joe Biden, his son Hunter Biden, and a person labeled Ukraine gas exec. Less funny. Oh. Shortly after oh. the video was removed based on copyright claim, um, it was always you. It was always you. What do we think about this song? This is another one where I dissociate it, <laughs> and I have like four things written down. BGs, are these almost feelings about the past, realizing something after the fact? Very Peter Gabriel during the chorus. Mm-hmm. It was always you. That so I have nothing to say. I'm sorry. That was That's really fine. that was no. nothing. That, I, that song leaves you with no feelings. It's dental office. That music. might have accidentally been a haiku. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, well, you just made art. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the fucking lyrics are really dumb. Um, but the synths on it, I kind of got LaRue vibes a little mm-hmm. bit, which I thought, you know, for when you don't hear the vocals, it's kind of kind of good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's good things about it. I also heard Peter Gabriel. I, I also got a little bit of a squeeze vibe. It had a nice little minor key progression, but... Ultimately, like I think my early notes are like, "Oh, this is okay," and then eventually I got sick of it, and I realized that it's just like zero cal thriller. Um, right. You know, it's it's still. <laughs> yeah, you mean the weekend? <laughs> what? Mm, no, because the weekend, like, the weekend fucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. The that's weekend true. fucks. Maroon Five does doesn't drug. fuck. I know they actually fuck, but you can't tell. Adam Levine has to. Well, he literally has, he has children. children. Yeah. So and so does Chad yeah. probably. Um, it's like there are guys who fuck who sing songs like they've ne- they don't understand what they're doing when they're fucking. I think that's it. Right. Yeah. They also went to Catholic school. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I did too. Like the weekend, like you know, he sounds like he does drugs. These guys, like mm. you know, may- maybe some casual pill usage. Apparently, yeah. actually, they both um d- you know did a bunch of mushrooms at one point, which you would think. That that would kind of preclude you from doing making this, but no, all kinds of fucking losers do. <laughs> yeah, that's actually very quite a good point. No, yes, Nickelback is definitely fentanyl uh, vibes. <laughs> and oh yeah, Moon Five is is like the uh, nitrous you get at the dentist's office when you're about yeah. to get a root canal. Yeah, or it's like just like candy. <laughs> It's like sugar free, sugar free candy. Sugar. <laughs> Is yeah. Maroon Five just Tums? <laughs> <laughs> At least Tums serves a purpose. It doesn't make you feel better. Maroon Five doesn't make you feel better after. That's true. Doesn't uh, give you any calcium either. <laughs> no. Yeah, my bones are definitely weaker <laughs> when I listen to Maroon Five. All right. Are we gonna rate? Are we gonna? Or yeah. not rate? We're gonna right. give a. 
a score here? Yeah. Pick, pick a, pick well, a I know what you're, yeah, I, I know which one you hate the most. I'm yeah. sure every one of us agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, photographs the worst, right? Photographs, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so we have another song uh, called Animals, <laughs> only this one is by Nickelback. It's Again, <sighs> it's shocking, the seamlessness. Followed by Unkiss Me. fucking unlisten to that fucking stupid unbelievably nothing song that shit is so 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 empty and that's literally all i have to say about it like that song is the ultimate in cbs raw yes you know like i feel like you should be able to buy maroon five albums with cbs extra bucks Yes, yes. I mean that it's as useful as extra bucks because those things are fucking—they expire instantly. As soon as you have it in your hand, it turns to dust. Fuck you, CVS. Yeah, it's also just like a fucking fucking beta cuck breakup song. Like, I guess he got got that far. He got dumped, and he's just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Maroon Five should have it. You don't respect me. I can handle it. Oh, my God. Like, just, you know what? Just take back all your kisses, okay? Because <laughs> Untake this heart, man. Take your kisses back because I deserve, I deserve better. Maybe this was his, what? actually, like, the realization he had on mushrooms. Like, he could see through space and time, and he was trying <laughs> to make time, like, non-linear. Right, guys. As I've smoked a lot of pot in my life, and <laughs> unsmoke me, unsmoke me. Um, oh, do you get what I'm saying, though? Sometimes when yes. you do mushrooms, you have well, an altered sense of time. And you're referencing the the outside of timelessness of this. You know what I mean? Like exactly. the the idea of like being in this weird. Yes, we we have talked about the CVS purgatory before, <laughs> and and it is something. It's like the place you go. It's like the Connecticut of experiences. Yeah. It's just you're in. It's in the way between you and anything else that you want to do. But it's like oddly kind of like comforting because it's always yeah. there. Um, it's and it, it, it's just existing in non-existence and suspended in motion and that's the song that's playing and it i understand i'm there with you i'm i'm there with you it is fucking dumb and the the crescendo of it is i'm missing just one thing a brand new star what no no Mm. it's also it's such a boy band song like a i don't know like yeah like o-town right yeah except not sexy enough it's a boy band is maroon five o-town 
he? No, O-Town fucks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at least Maroon 5, they no, Maroon 5 precisely is like twice. Boyzone or something. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, oh God, speaking Boyzone. of gross. Animals. Animals, dude. What the fuck where is happening? Where to start? What, where to start? So just like musically, it sounds like they're trying to go for a garage rock thing. Yeah, they break out of the mid-tempo on this one. They crank the tempo because it's, it's meant to evoke that you're, like, driving fast in a car. Mm. And the reason it's meant to evoke that is because this is a song about Chad Kroger getting roadhead from his high school girlfriend. Yep. Uh, yes. And uh, once again, and then he in the made me seat. picture him getting blown. He keeps yep. doing it. He can't keep getting away with it. Yep. And he he makes you think about this girl's dad catching them. So you're thinking about it's him really weird. Thinking about the blowjob. It's very. It's very. Chad, you're 31 yes. when you're writing this album. Yes. Yeah, stop looking back nostalgically at your high school blowjobs. You fucking it's fucking psycho. weird. Chad, are you spending time on Little St. James? <laughs> Are you in the flight logs, Chad Kroger? <laughs> mm, check the book. Check the little black book. Oh, man. Yeah, there's there's such that high school dirtbag energy mm. like throughout. But that's like what they... It's not even an energy. It's very explicit. It, yeah, right. It's extremely explicit. Shall we hear? Yeah. You're beside me on the seat. Get your hand between my knees and you control how fast we go just by how hard you want to squeeze. It's hard to hear. It's hard squeeze. to... Squeeze. It's hard to steer when you're breathing in my ear, but I got both hands on the wheel while you got both hands on my gears. Ew. By so, uh, it's like a two-hand <laughs> hand job? Both hands on, on his gears. He has <laughs> all more hands than, on deck, everybody. He has more than one gear, first of all. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I got two dicks and you got one hand <laughs> on each. Um, <laughs> like you're milking a cow. Oh my God, Chet Kroger. By now, no doubt that we were heading south. I guess nobody ever taught her not to speak with a full mouth. Oh. Because this was it, like flicking on a switch. Oh it my felt God. so good, I almost drove into the ditch. <laughs> like what? What compels a person what? to do this? You know what? At least he's got the balls and two dicks to fucking <laughs> to say something besides no. just whining in this like you know affected falsetto about you know hazel eyes. True. Inspiration hits. But I'm a songwriter. I'm a professional singer songwriter, frontman of one of the most popular bands in America. Did Inspiration you- hits, <laughs> and I say, God damn it, I've got it. I just remembered a sick blowjob I got when I was four, fifth, 16 years old. Dude, that's like all, that's Limp Bizkit, you love them. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking shitty, like, trash bag music that, like, came out. It's just about, like, being kn- in high school. And that's almost all of Eminem. <laughs> I know a lot of songs are about, about blowjobs, right? It's true, but not a lot of songs are about one specific, very memorable Underage Multi pronged. You know I, mean? <laughs> I feel like even Limp yeah. Biscuit, I don't think ever as far as I know, and I've I haven't listened to all their albums, granted, but on the first three, I don't remember a high school blowjob Limp Biscuit song. Well Do you think they were I feel like the purpose of this album, they were really trying hard to get teens to lose their virginities to this album. <laughs> Yeah, I think teens in bad places. No, because here's the thing: Did you guys ever listen to the shit like legitimately when it came out? Like, because Puddle no. of Mud was very similar. Like, they mm-hmm. also had a lot of like greasy, grimy sex lyrics, and I, you know, Hinder, 
there's a lot of that. It's kind of like the butt rock playbook. It's you yeah, know, and I think it is music. It's that's the a predator certain... stencil on a fucking you know on a geo metro (laughs) fucking what is it called and I think Katie's right I think it is music that a certain subset of the MAGA crowd does fuck to (sighs) I think it I think people fuck to this music and that's just a reality we have to accept well people really do romanticize gross toxic relationships that they like uh, repeating the same mistakes that their families did in high school and that they did in high school and then they don't grow out of I mean, it's just like with country music does, you know, with with fantasizing about like in romanticizing high school, but it's, you know, trucks and beer and, you know, cornfields. Pop, pop and, punk, too. And, yeah. And, and pop punk. It, yeah. It's clearly a winning formula. Hmm. And and Maroon 5. Yeah. But I, I also th- I, I think definitely like and if- at least they say it. They're like, <laughs> I have two dicks. They're not hiding <laughs> behind any of this shit. They're going for it. Um, but yeah, if if you if your masculinity is toxic enough that like throwing on Frank Ocean while you're having sex like makes you feel too gay, um, then like you unfortunately have to fuck to Nickelback. That's there's there are men Sorry. who have mentally backed themselves into that corner. Yeah, that, like it definitely Dick sounds pills. like yeah, oh, yeah. that's We're, perfect product placement. Sponsor us. Uh, only we had the Dick Pill ad. If only. Uh, well, we're, we're working on it, Stoppies. Don't you worry. It'll come. Yeah. We're making headway in the dick pill arena. <laughs> It'll Hell come yeah. making headway. headway. We've become what we hate. <laughs> 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 we are gro- we're making gross sex words everywhere now. I didn't do that on purpose. It's just that's straight off the dome. <laughs> uh, dome. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Did you not do that on purpose? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I'm picturing Chad Kroger getting blown. I can't. Ah, oh, it's in. Oh, no. I don't know if I can recover from this. No. We're broken. It is a public health crisis. <laughs> we are infected. Um, all right. So let's fucking rate these ones. I don't know. Um, I'm giving the point to unkiss me. I think animals is fucking hilarious. Give- all right. That's one for unkiss me. This was really hard. Um, Hard. <laughs> LOL. Stop it. Hell Stop yeah. it right now. I won't. I. God. Just the fact that I'm sure Chad Kroger jerked off while writing animals. I'm going <laughs> to give it to animals. <laughs> He's not oh, allowed God. to feel. Now I have to picture him cranking it too on the top bice of the bicep. Two dicks. Jeez, he totally. <laughs> yeah, I give it to Nickelback too. All right. So let's uh, move on. I keep getting lost because there's two songs called Animals. Um. <laughs> So the next one is called Savin' Me, Savin' Me, um, followed by Sugar. How You Remind Me. It's just the exact same song. It is exactly the same as How You Remind Me in every single way. The structure, the key. Of course, their breakout hit. 
Do you guys think this one is more like a Jesus song, though? I feel like it could be a Jesus song. It feels like something they would have made us listen to at, like, those mandatory Catholic, uh, you know, confirmation camps you have to go to. You have to go to, like, a sleepover. You made it to confirmation? confirmation? I was forced to it. My mom bullied me into it. My mom said I could stop going to church after I got confirmed, so I got confirmed. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nice. That's wild. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, actually, I mean, your theory kind of holds water here because we have uh, some lyrics, some you know, not subtle lyrics. Heaven's gates won't open up for me with these broken wings. I'm fallen, and all I see is you. These city walls ain't got no love for me. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't need to read the rest of the lyrics. They're really, they're dumb and they're cheesy and clumsy. And that's their formula. It's just clumsy metaphor, weird sex reference, you know, tension building to anthemic chorus, lather, rinse, repeat. And I will say that they have that formula down really good because this, I mean, this was their breakout song was How You Remind Me. This sounds almost exactly like it. It has a very, a slightly different chorus. Um, But that was the song that launched them into stardom. So I guess follow do the exact same thing forever i think there might actually be a youtube video of this song and how you remind me like overlaid and played at the same time just to show because it really is it's like not even like it's 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 down to the the second yeah like the same yeah the time signature the entire the only thing that's different is the chorus um and even that it's it's harmonious with the you know original with the chorus of that song yeah but i would say that you know, my feelings on saving me is that the assault just doesn't stop. It's <laughs> no. just a, it's just a, an assault every time. I keep wanting Nickelback to surprise me oh, with no. something different, like because like the Maroon Five album also sucks, and like right. I want it to get its due. I don't want this to be a runaway for Nickelback, but like they keep assaulting me. Yeah, they're punching yeah. me with their well, nickelbackiness. But the thing is, it, it's all it all depends on what you look for, or like you know what what gets your goat. And like for me, I think the thing I hate the most is like the insufferable blandness and mm-hmm. emptiness of Maroon Five. Like you know that song, Sugar. Like the whole the video is them just like the whole concept is they're like crashing like various weddings in LA and like performing. But like, I feel like they're the most famous wedding band of all time. Like they're literally (laughs) just a band playing covers of themselves of like, and like if they're the wedding band, Nickelback is a divorce band. And and I, do I want to go to a divorce party? Like as a, as a fucking, uh, a spectator that could be kind of hilarious i don't know i want that red velvet i want that sugar sweet don't let nobody touch it unless that somebody's me i gotta be a man there ain't no other way because girl you're hotter than southern california bay that's so fucking dumb look and there it's their formula it's just vague love platitudes weird sex references glimmering falsetto people pretending to play instruments adam levine pouting I thought that Forever. song was actually kind of catchy. Yeah. It's catchy. And, like, it was more pleasant to listen to than Saving Me. Although Saving Me had a couple of musical things I thought were, reminded me of other things I liked. Um, I would say both of these songs reminded me of things I like better. Um, Saving Me had this, like, solo towards the end that reminded me of something off of Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins, who I love. Like, it mm. reminded me cool. kind of of that and then the piano line at the end um also reminded me of a smashing pumpkin song uh so that was fine yeah 
Yeah, I guess uh, I, I actually I think yeah, if there's there's decent guitar things happening with Nickelback from time to time. But yeah, don't kill me. But um, Sugar is fine. Um, it's honestly probably the best Maroon Five song. And I look, fucking I, don't I, like it. I'm not gonna say too much about it. I I don't want to go to war for any Maroon Five song <laughs> ever. I don't feel that strongly about it, but it's definitely better than Saving Me. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I because again, I I think I've. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Like I, I think that their emptiness is so, it's so cavernous. <laughs> Whereas at least you know, Chad Kroger is filling a hole. Well, <laughs> multiple. He's, he's boring he's a boring hole like a in. fucking moth. He's, into oh, a fucking cereal box. And yep. how you and remind me, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like that song is catchy. Yeah, and it's, they just yeah. wrote a Xerox copy of it. Right. And you're saying that that's like less empty Mar- than Maroon 5. Maroon 5 just does Xerox copies song, of every song. I okay, fine. Whatever. Fine. Fine. I sure. <laughs> you're, I mean, look, I again, I don't like the song, just, but I think it's the best song that Maroon 5 has ever done in their entire career. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, I know. Is that what crazy? For. I Can don't you know. Think of a I think better it's one? fucking stupid. Can you think of a better Maroon no, Five song? Maybe. No. <laughs> I don't like any of them. I don't. I really don't like any of them. I'm trying to think. This love. <laughs> Is that the oh, first no. one? That mm, you think so? No. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh my god. It is like you know that song. It's like or harder to breathe. Maybe. Yeah. That yeah, one's I the best. That guess, one's the best. I guess one. some of the early to... stuff is. Is there anyone? But it's also the early stuff is also indistinguishable from Jason Mraz too, and Jamiroquai. You know? like, that's yeah. what he is. Well, that's what he was. That, oh, and now it's him with a bunch of computers as the instrument. <laughs> right. All right. I yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Go ahead, make your rating. Let's move on. <laughs> I got you to admit that you like uh, this love. <laughs> uh, so. Harder to breathe. And harder to breathe. Is the is the best one. It's better than sugar. It is so Jamiroquai. Shit, I never made that. Connection. I didn't either until literally oh. just now. All right, so here, Katie, who's 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 giving points? This Give some points. So hard because I feel <laughs> about the same about both of them. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna go with saving me. Some like sugar, I could listen to. Saving me makes me uncomfortable. All right, well. I just I'm gonna throw a little wrench and wrench and spokes <laughs> so to speak. Uh, there's <laughs> there's no point because I feel like this is going in one direction. But I'm gonna give the point to Sugar. That's fair. It, Nickelback is leading, but there's plenty of songs left. Yeah. Maroon Five does have some points on the board. The, currently, the score is ten to four. Oh, All those wow. points are mine. <laughs> I'm a Nickelback apologist. I gave I gave Maroon Five uh, Animal or no? Did I? Did, I it ga- doesn't matter. I gave him one point. So did, did yeah. you vote? You didn't vote on this one. Oh, I vote for Nickelback okay. for this one. All right. All right. I, I just said Sugar is their best song they've ever done. I'm oh not yeah, gonna, good point. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to make sure, for transparency's sake, and in this. Democracy. Yeah. All right. Um. Next up for is quality control. Right. <laughs> quality control. Next up is far away, followed by leaving California.
Nickelback cannot keep getting away with this. <laughs> there are only three Nickelback songs, right? Yeah. There's this one. Mm-hmm. There's the ballad. And there's the up-tempo Cars and Blowjobs song. And, uh, or no, yeah. and then the greasy, and then the, the headbanger. Y- y- yeah, the, yeah. The like, but yeah, this is the ba- the ballad. It's the wackest of the three. It sounds like Butt Rock Savage Garden. Ooh. I, I'm going to say, I think it's impressive that they're trying to go into new territory. They're really trying to go for that CVS rock market. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have cornered that market. It's like them and... Um, no, they wouldn't be at CVS. Listen, they're going to be at some like edgy store like Walmart. <laughs> 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 they're definitely a Walmart band. Fucking Maroon 5 is a CVS band. Yeah, like I can feel some old lady haggling with some like teenage cashier in front of me about like enema coupons <laughs> when I hear that song. When you hear Saving Me? Or oh, far, far, far Away? Far Away, either or. I mean, Saving Me is also CVS rock, but this is Really, they were laying into it. They did go back-to-back ballads, um, which is a bad move. Yeah, it's definitely another one of those doomed wedding songs that mm-hmm. we, I, the preemptive oh, yeah. divorced playlist. Like, I, I, again, uh, at least there's a little grain in his voice. Hmm. You can actually hear real drums, you know, and they they do write their own shitty songs. They don't have to hire the committee to cultivate like their particular brand of blandness. But it is extremely bland. You do get one key change at the end, but otherwise extremely boring. Yeah. Are you talking about Maroon 5 or... Uh... I'm talking about... <laughs> yeah, right. Indistinguishable. No, I'm talking about Far Away. Okay. Because Mar- the Maroon 5 song... That's bad, too. Oh um, I feel like it's supposed to be like like an anthemic like festival banger. Yeah. It's got like the four of the floor. So you're supposed to like stomp and like pump your fist in the air. But it's like a song where like... Feels like you're like pumping your fist in the air in a dream, so it's like all slow and mushy. This it feels like it's supposed to be like a very emotional song, but oh it feels my god, there's not a single emotion. Inorganic, like android fucking music. Oh my god, like it, yeah, it, it, it makes me and it makes me feel like I'm being manipulated. It's it's the IKEA of of music. It's just like everything is just these assembled like disparate parts and like you, they're carbon copies. And it, instead of a fucking dresser at the end, we just have one of the best selling bands of all time for some reason. It's competent, but it's made out of particle board and it's gonna fall apart. <laughs> yeah, I don't so trust it. Don't put any weight on it. Nope. The empty anthemic choruses that say literally nothing. Every single musical Mad Lib blank is filled with a complete cliche. Like just some of the lyrics of this song. And of all the songs, it's like, pick up the pieces, wipe your tears, I can be your light. Like, all of these words mean absolutely fucking nothing. Like, it just washes over you to the point that you don't even know if a song happened. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. And then back to that point about it sounds like a festival song. They do that uh, shit, which drives me up a wall. It makes me feel like my privacy is being invaded and... You know, when it makes it sound like a bunch of people are doing that, it makes me feel... Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons... Or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good. Well, now is the time to check them out. 
because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. really alienated because i don't want to i don't want anything to do with this what's well, that yeah. musical it's laugh si- track it's sinister it's the, yeah it's it's that equivalent it's it's totally fucking fake and it makes you think that you're wrong for not <laughs> whoa-oing along and it's like wait no i don't I, you have to earn this whoa-oh yeah it's like you know commercials they'll so many commercials will they'll have like the whistling and hand claps sort of thing and it's to manipulate your emotions and it's to manipulate you into feeling positive and associating that commercial with positive things with positive oh things and, and like, also with this a crowd is, with like with a crowd of people enjoying something together and this is the same shit this is, this is the same evoca- evocation of of fucking commercial craft this kind of oh pop song craft is emotionally manipulative and mm-hmm. it's sinister and uh, it's also in addition to that the song fucking sucks <laughs> right it sucks and it's nothing and then it, you know but then you have fucking uh, Nickelback which at least you like you hear something you know mm-hmm. that a song happened the song is bad it's really bad and it's but it's it's abrasive as opposed to just tepid like mm-hmm. lukewarm absence you know? Yeah. Again, like you watch a commercial and you're supposed to like forget about it, but it's supposed to stick in the back of your mind as like a fucking planted uh, trigger for like when you see that thing, like for some reason you're compelled towards it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's why people are attracted to Adam Levine. It's a it's a it's a subliminally implanted idea that this guy oh. is one of the hottest people alive. It's the Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've all just been and and is Nickelback Trump? Uh, yeah, Maybe. sure. I feel like they're like Mike Gravel or something. Oh yeah, yeah, there Mike Mike Gravel. Oh, uh, it's not Gravel. No. Oh, Gravel would be so much such a cooler name. He should have focus grouped that like Buttigieg did. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, Buttigieg focus grouped the pronunciation of his own last name. Oh my god! Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. That's kidding not you. just some like edgy shit on the internet i don't know it might be fake i'm pretty sure it's real (laughs) i believe it yeah all right so who's getting the points i'm gonna give my point to maroon five yeah i really hated leaving california yeah same i this is my first time breaking from maroon five but that song sucks and far away at least it sounds like they're trying to give teens a song to lose their virginity to but not in a totally creepy way well, that just sounds creepy. I just creeped everybody out. I'm sorry. You have been listening to too many Epstein podcasts. I have been. I listened to like seven of them. Yeah, it's the it's the anthem of a of a 
like mid 2000s teens pregnancy announcement via <laughs> AIM away message. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that is like teen. There it is. Pregnancy <laughs> romance. Uh, there's a lot of that on in the Nickelback zone. Mm. All right. Let's uh move on to Well, you got to give your point. Oh, um yeah, I guess it's funny because I also, I really hated this Nickelback song, but I'll give the point to Maroon 5. All right. And wow. with that, Maroon 5 is catching up. Oh, no. <laughs> it's now 10 to 7. Okay. So it's anyone's game. I think, Heather, perhaps we should take a break. Oh, that's a smart idea. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So we're back, and we're going to jump right on into next contestant, uh, followed by In Your Pocket. Ooh, these are both really toxic. Let's uh, have fun. Oh, my God. They're both... Oh, man. All right. Here we go. What the fuck? Mm. This, is, this is um quite a couplet. Quite a couplet. A lot of parallels. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's really fucking gross. Shall we get into these lyrics? Let's go right to let's start. You you decide, Stoppies, which is this a Maroon 5 song or a <laughs> Nickelback <laughs> song? Actually, no, you did already hear enough of it to figure it out, but it's all pretty much the same theme, which is you know, some toxic masculinity, revenge fantasy, being, you know, an Im- insecure, immature dickhead trying to control your girlfriend's behavior or trying to beat up any person. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a small oh dicket song. Yeah. Like, I don't need to hear about how all the dudes want to fuck your stripper girlfriend and then you beat them all up. Yeah, dude, that is some nonsense. That's, so that's some, stupid. like, basic thugonomics posery. Like, that's that's so ridiculous. It is small dicked. It doesn't happen in He's real life. He's gone from two dicks to half a dick. <laughs> this is a weird, insecure fantasy song. He even yeah. fears the ladies, too. It's uh, lesbophobic. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's actually by visibility. By visibility, okay. Mm. <laughs> or both. Maybe both. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> so progressive. I mean, like, when I first started listening to him, I'm like, all right, this is a fic. Chad Kroger is a feminist hero. He's defending his girlfriend against sex pests, but... No. Nope, because he gets mad at what she wears later in the song, which makes no sense. Yes, he yeah, does. It's her fault and he because she's such a slut, he just has to beat up these guys, you know? He's the he's the only real gentleman left in this world, and that's why he has to protect her even though she's a dirty slut. And everywhere she goes, people are just grabbing her ass. You know, every time she bats yeah. an eyelash, somebody is grabbing her ass. Right. How about the alien synth noises? Ready to says, "Here comes the next contestant." Where it's oh. like, wow, wow. It sounds like a, like a ray gun. God. 
But again, pretty decent fucking riff in the bridge. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what's what's wild is that yeah, the in your pocket also is very thematically similar. It's all about Adam Levine, you know, forcing his girlfriend to hand over her phone because he doesn't trust her. So he's show me that phone in your pocket, girl. Yeah. I just don't want either of them to say girl ever. Ever. I don't know. It should be easy if you have nothing to hide. Show me that phone in your pocket. You fucking like just because this like immature fucking beta cuck bullshit is like has like a sparse synth line and some limp hand claps. It gets a <laughs> pass over Nickelback's terrible shit. I think it does. I think it does. I think Barely Nickelback is. is more aggressively, you know, uh, abrasively terrible and, and you can't ignore it. Whereas Maroon 5 just like slides under oh, the surface. I don't know, man. I, this one in particular, Adam Levine's presence is just so obtrusive. Yeah, like it's. Just, I just. He's, he, I feel like he's just. He's just bothering me. Yeah, like his half naked, shitty tattooed torso is just at the side of my head, gyrating. Slithering, yeah. He's slithering next to me, and he's just like mm, Rick and Morty peaked in season two. <laughs> like, like that's the vibe I, I get. Am. It's just horrible uh, energy. Um, and I need him to go away. Yeah. See, I kind of disagree with you on phone in through your pocket because I thought like when he says, show me yours, I'll show you mine. It's like, you know, when you talk, you know, you try to show each other your genitals. But uh, this time it's about phones and it's kind of about how phones are an extension of your body. And um, it just says a lot about uh, modern society. <laughs> Dude, what if our <laughs> dicks were phones? <laughs> I got two of them. <laughs> I got two phone. I got two, two phone dicks. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> no, he's such a dick. He's where did you go? You go when you saying you need time alone. Yeah, you really think I don't know. Yeah, a girl can never, you know, it, whether if you're dating a woman, she needs to be available for you at all times. Yeah, Always 100% ready to go. Ready to have someone leap on top of her and you make know. her come. <laughs> That's uh, how sex works. You just someone's gotta. Someone's gotta. Girl. Chad's doing it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Chad. Actually, the but- Chad. Chad Kroger in the Virgin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam maybe Levine. Adam Levine is the guy who's uh, who's hitting on his girlfriend or looking at his girlfriend, and the and uh, Chad is uh, beating him up. Yeah, it's canon now that Chad Kroger beats up Adam Levine. <laughs> oh my god. We have established the, this. We have established this in the Make It Stop lore. <laughs> the stop of That is it's true. That's the food chain. It's now true. <laughs> oh my god. The Nickelbacks eat the maroon fives. <laughs> god. It's gross. They're both gross. Well, I, they, guys, they both kind of have fives in their names. Nickel is five and maroon five has five. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And the name of this album is five. Oh. Is it, that's really deep. Wow. That is wild. Really Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> or do you think that Maroon 5 song is like an a, a horned up allegory for the NSA? Mm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Um, he's trying, go on. <laughs> he's trying to invade her privacy. He wants to like be everywhere she is or whatever. I think. And he's horny. I think Maroon 5, too, he wants to look at her phone. Yeah. He wants to monitor her online presence. Yeah, of course. Cambridge Analytica people. (laughs) 
It's all connected. It's all nine eleven was an inside job. Oh my god, this album, this out, al- this is this was this album hitting shelves was the kill, the switch for the controlled demolition. Totally. When the first time an album, the barcode was scanned, that triggered the the, the fucking switch. At a CVS. CVS of all places, folks. <laughs> I want to die. Oh, my God. All right. Let's assign some points. Whatever. Okay, let's yeah. move on. We got to keep it going. Christ. Um, I have to um, I have to say that I, I fucked up the math, and the score is actually 11 to 7. We, we so. fucked up the math. Chad Kroger, only one dick, if that. No, the, I didn't account for the second dick. That's why I had to add the 11th point. All right. Let's add some points here. So which which one gets it for you guys? Nickelback. Maroon 5. Solely because he thought it was a good idea to endlessly repeat "Show me yours, I'll show you mine" in a falsetto. That's true. That is can I just? Bad. Can they tie? <laughs> Do, oh, I don't want to choose. They're you gotta choose. Those, them's the rules. Nickelback. All right, so let's move on to uh, the next two, and we're almost. Oh God, wait! We have way more. We have to go fast. All right, this one. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. We need to do this quick, way quicker than this. All right, next up is "Side of a Bullet," followed by "New Love." Let's fucking go. There's that Muppet coming in. There we go. Forgive me. Oh, man. that's. I'll be the sun in your moon tonight. Okay. Yeah, nice. He's desperate. Um, This is the first song where he swears because he's a bad boy. He's got a belly tattoo. Uh, He says, what the fuck? I got nothing to lose. I'm a slave to the way that you move. Ooh. I'm but it's addict. favorable slavery, favorable right? Favorable slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an addict for all that you do. You're the only drug I want to do. Yeah. So that shit is, that could be Nickelback lyrics, except yeah. at least they would be more explicit and they'd be like, I'm going to rail you like a line of cocaine mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll give me brain on the fucking highway, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, that sounds cool. But is that cool? Is Nickelback is that cool? <laughs> no. Like I feel they. I Maroon Five makes them seem cool. It's weird, isn't it? And I, I will say this is the side of a bullet is the coolest that they probably have ever been and Hell will ever be. Yes. Yep. I, I agree. This song is a tribute to uh, to Dimebag Daryl. Really, honestly, it's like a sto- the story of his murder. Yeah, it is. It's like not even like re- in remembrance Guitarist of, of Pantera, obviously. Yeah, it's not even like who was murdered on stage murdered by a, in front a of his brother fan. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not even like, like uh, in memoriam to Dimebag Daryl. Really, it's not like about his life and works. It's like here's how it went down when this crazy guy killed Dimebag Daryl. And like, what if I was there? He's Mark Wahlberging. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's Mark Wahlberg. 
fucking Ty Baring Terrell's uh, He's murder. Like, I would have beat that guy up. I would have done I it. I think things would have gone a little bit differently <laughs> if I was there. Oh my god! Uh, this, this song sounds like a guy punching a wall, but like not making a hole. Like he just hurts himself. Yeah. Or yeah, like trying like... to slam a swinging door. Yeah. <laughs> just just hits him like on, the, on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, it just it sounds like it, it sounds like Pantera. It's right. got it's got uh, sick riffs. Well, it has his it's guitar solo. It has a it has a guitar solo pieced together. By old recordings of Dimebag Daryl. So that is his guitar. Oh, that's sick. Which is also sick. A funny other weird thing that I found out is that um, they played Chad, I'm sure, and the, Chad and the Boys. <laughs> they got Chad together, and the Boys. And they played it for, uh, what's his brother's name? Dimebag Daryl's brother's name, who's also in Pantera. I don't know. The only other member I know is Phil Anselmo, and I know they're not related. So okay, so the sorry, we didn't do the research, and I'm not gonna <laughs> look it up. It's at the end of the show, so or kind of. Um, it uh, they they played it for him, and the guy, his brother, like listened to the whole song, and then was like. I love it, man, but yeah. I really would love it if you did a song about my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack Crow was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like he didn't notice for some reason, which I find to be, I don't know where I got this from, so maybe it's- That's hilarious. It is very funny, but I, I do remember reading it at one point. Um, it is, it's definitely the coolest that they get, and it does, I think you're right. I think that you're right in that, you know, Maroon 5's just, like, unbelievable blandness, it really kind of almost makes Nickelback seem cool. Yeah, I mean, listening to these two albums, you'd rather hang out with Nickelback, right? You know, yeah, get my, I, yeah, I go drive around and fucking get Roadhead and, well, I mean, give it. <laughs> give sure, it. by Chad, all right. right. <laughs> my eyes would be nice and red. <laughs> oh uh, but yeah, I mean, like, they're like, you know, they're like blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth kind of fucking dumb dudes. Right. And, like, Maroon 5 is, like, entirely manufactured fucking Instagram influencers. Yes, yes. See, I'd hang out with them because they would try to not hang out with me after, like, 20 minutes. And it would just be, be over. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you would, you could see yourself getting along with Chad. <laughs> That's the problem. That's that what you need to problem. realize. That's <laughs> the problem. He does. Re- yeah, no. He, he stirs something. <laughs> This is how he reminds me of the kids I went to high school with. (laughs) Yeah, no, he is like a white trash king, so he does take me to a certain place. That place might be Massachusetts. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But that's the thing of any, uh, my high school, we had them too. I wouldn't hang out with them now, or would I? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had our fun. You're the elite. Yeah. Like, uh, Maroon 5 just sounds face-tuned. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. It's just like Imagine Dragons. What did I call them? Mm. A musical, an audio deep fake? Like, it, <laughs> it, it, that's, that's what it is. It, it, yeah. and, and so, I don't know. This it, it might make me crazy, but I that shit pisses me off maybe maybe more. No, you're right. Because I mean, Nickelback commits to the bit. I have a, when Nickelback is, like, very bad, I have a much more visceral reaction to it, and that's why I've assigned most of my points to them. But... They're cooler than Maroon 5. I'd yeah. rather hang out with them more than Maroon 5. You heard it here first. They fuck better than Maroon 5. <laughs> Definitely. I, um, well, I think I, Maroon the, 5 is skating by because their music is so bland. The, right. But you know that the sex with Nickelback is going to be much less sanitary. <laughs> 
it is. It's a bigger it's risk. True. It's a public health issue. But oh dude, you, if you would, would you rather live life on the edge and fuck Nickelback, or would you rather have like, you know, uh, ten one minute of uh, condomed missionary? Oh my fucking, god. Uh, 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 Eyes closed. Eyes closed. <laughs> lights off. Eyes fully blankets fully on. Clothed, yeah. Dick through the boxer hole of Maroon Five. No, that sounds fine to me. I care about my vaginal flora. Okay. <laughs> At this point in our lives, you do have to care about the pH, right? It really. I, this actually reminded me of a thread that I just saw that our, our friend Alicia Allen, friend of the pod, uh, posted recently. I don't know where it came originally from. Um, At I'm Teddy Bless, and it's just a, a, a whole thread, and it starts with. Ask any woman what the best sex of her life really was, and I guarantee it was over a long weekend with some guy who lived in a treehouse and didn't pay taxes and couldn't commit and believed in giants or some shit who she never saw again. It's sick, and it's why I don't believe in God. What benevolent God would attach a life-ruining dick to a man who eats cereal out of a saucepan and keeps his wages in a (laughs) shoebox? Some grown man who lives with his uncle and does karate will haunt your pussy and your dreams forever, and that's just a fact. I'm so sorry. And it's all these posts best dick I ever had was with a guy who told me he doesn't talk much and then spat conspiracy theories at me for four hours and wouldn't let me touch my own switch because he wanted to play it. Oh. Left his $90 headphones at my place and ghosted me. Jesus. <laughs> and then another one. Can confirm. He was on a walkabout from Australia. Had him for a long weekend and he is now trying to single-handedly save the bee population for the world. It's And it goes on. Uh, and that's that's Chad Kroger. He's fucking yeah. our downstairs up. <laughs> It's true. Living in our downstairs. <laughs> you cannot deny that the man fucks <laughs> good. I don't know. I don't He's know. He's throwing that dick. All, all of them. All two of them. <laughs> He's throwing those dicks. Also part of the Make It Stop canon. <laughs> Chad. Two dicks, Kroger. Well, there's nothing. You ha- that's all you can extrapolate from the lyrics. He's got two gears. He's got two dicks. There's no other possible interpretation. Or it's just like fast dick or faster dick. I don't know. Okay, so or they're just shaped. He has two. They're not even dicks. They're literal gears, mechanical wow. gears, grinding together. Somehow, so he's like, you can he's, blow that. He's got like steampunk dick. <laughs> So you know he's Polly. (laughs) Definitely. No, he's not. He's so uh, he won't let his girlfriend. And instead of a a dick, fucking Adam Levine has an iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the phone he was talking about. That's the one he's gonna show you. Oh my god. Oh, All right, man. we gotta move this along and give some points out. Yeah, right. What do you give it to? I give it to Maroon Five. Maroon, Fuck them. Maroon yeah, five. definitely. All oh right. wow. Oh wow. Is it getting spicy again? Yeah, I mean Nickelback's still winning, but it's close again. Losing. Uh, we got the next two. Then this is if everyone cared. Oh my god, this is so- <laughs> Nickelback's. We are the world. <laughs> Followed by um, Coming Back for You by Maroon 5.
Yeah, this one's Guys, really hard. <laughs> can you imagine a world like what would the world be like if everybody cared? If everyone, everyone, oh if God. everyone cared and nobody cried, and nobody cried. If everyone loved and nobody lied, then then we'd see the day when nobody, nobody died. died. That follows. This is just logically. It's some Christian rock shit, isn't it? It's gotta be right. Amen. Yeah. You know, Amen, yeah. it's very. Ugh. Uplifting, spiritual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, With a basic disrespect for science. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I wrote, we're going from fucking in a car to teaching fireflies to sing, Chad. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Because that's a lyric. Yeah. And the air, and in the air, the fireflies are only light in paradise. We'll show the world they were wrong and teach them all to sing along. But on the other hand, like this Maroon Five song, mm. can you imagine wanting to dance to this song? Because it's ostensibly a dance pop song, right? Uh, ostensibly, I cannot imagine any dance that one could do to this song other than the Pete Buttigieg dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is yep. this is uh, this battle here this I love is, the black money <laughs> oh my god this is a Trump versus Buttigieg debate in musical form uh, this is what it was this is what it would look like but yeah the Maroon 5 song is um, lame <laughs> yeah but the the Nickelback song is it's just again the assault continues it's it's like I think they're trying to write Imagine and if you saw it's their Imagine. It's their oh We Are the World. God. But if you saw the cover of the single, they are emulating the Beatles. Oh, my um, God. Like, they're looking over a railing, like, on the cover of Please Please Me and the Red and Blue um, Singles Collections. So I think they're trying to write, like, their own. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Or Let It Be or some like some song about bringing us all together and What's bring having the- deep feelings. Like what is gonna bring us together? Is it God? Is it is it like imagine, but like uh, the religion version? Yeah. Uh, imagine like there what? is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Imagine>. god! <laughs> yeah, and plenty of religion in schools. <laughs> yeah, because they they say amen and stuff. Because yeah, they, they it does seem like they're trying. This is like a message song, right? Yeah, but the- this is a message to the people and a call for unity. But it's like what. Oh, it's, force is driving like it's so empty. Good, what good is Nickelback do? Like what? Like you, we are the world that was tied to a charity. You know, mm-hmm. imagine. Uh, I guess that you know it was just another <laughs> for-profit song. Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't. I don't see how Nickelback. Like, what are they tying this to? Yeah, like at least Maroon 5 is always just surface level vagaries about boring relationship drama. Now, like, Chad is promising immortality for sharing. <laughs> what is going <laughs> to. What? Irresponsible. What is going to lead to this world um, where nobody dies? Is it's it the our, stupidest thing in the world. Is it our shared respect for our troops? <laughs> yes. Is it if we support, if we all support the troops enough, none of us will die? Listen, they're from Canada. They have Medicare for all. So. Oh, that's oh, right. They right. are from Canada. You forgot about that? Oh, are they from like Alberta though? <laughs> like Edmonton? Like cuz that would explain a lot. Uh, we'll find out, but right I'm going to guess Edmonton, Alberta. I'm putting my money on that and my answer is lost. What about so I'm going to say Saskatchewan cuz that's the most Alberta. 
Edmonton. Oh my god! Yes, I knew Hannah, it. Hannah, Hannah, Alberta, Canada. Because Alberta is the fucking Iowa of Canada. Yep. Yep. You were right. You were right. You got it. You heard it here first. It doesn't matter. This song, this shit's fucking terrible. Coming back for you is so fucking oh, stupid. My god. Keep the bed warm for me all night. Putting your whisper on me. <laughs> like what? You're ew. That's so creepy. But you do get some police vibes on that song. Um. For sure. You can hear the, again, the police influence is significant. I don't hear police. I hear late era Sting. I hear the Sting and Shaggy album. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not wrong. All right, but which one's worse? If everyone cared, um, Nickelback. Yeah, same. Same. All right, moving on to someone that you're with, followed by feelings. Feelings. Just the song is just called feelings. It's just, I have them sometimes. Oh. Here is one of those times. Feelings. <laughs> Voice is cracked. Like he's going through puberty in front of us. Right. He leans very heavily on the falsetto. Yeah. It's Jamiroquai. Mm. And then he's doing some like diet, diet, diet prints too. There's a little bit of that, you know, you know, that little Mm. guitar. Yeah. The the, the beat's actually pretty good. The beat is is like Daft Punk. Um, Mm, Yeah. I agree. But um, this is like the biggest discrepancy. Or, you know, the biggest, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Uh, uh, I don't know. There's a v- long distance between the quality of the instrumental and the quality of the vocals and the lyrics. Oh, yeah. These lyrics, you and me, let's go all night. Going so high, we, we fuck, fuck the, the sky. sky. Come with me now, fuck that guy. Look at her, look at her. Ooh. Now you flash that sexy smile and tell me I've got to wait a while. And it makes me lose my mind. Look at her, look at her. Ooh. Ugh. Fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck, that, fuck that, this guy. That, that, <laughs> I just, like, it doesn't. <sighs> my, they broke you. Adam Levine, you've broken me. <laughs> what do you mean, my friend? Look at her, look at her. Ooh, she's in pain. <laughs> and so our our and friend Katie's in pain. <laughs> the insanity of the hook, of the way that he says, Feelings! <laughs> it, it reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hello. Oh, hello. This is a woman's speech. 
week. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's sucks crazy bad. It is. It is, but oh man, in the other one, mm-hmm. the someone that you're with is like one of the creepiest songs of all time. This shit he's literally talking about this is his neighbor. This woman just moved in on next Friday. to his house, like on Friday, last Friday night. So presumably, has maybe been a week, if that. And he's trying to ask her out, but he's jealous because she's got other guys coming to her apartment. Which I would never want somebody who lived next door to me to fucking ask me out. If I was no. like, that's no. so scary, dude. Like what? Like of course, like. That's so gross. Like, you literally can't escape. They live next door to you. What? That's fucked up, Chad. You know nothing about her. And you're, I'm pacing by the phone because I hate to be alone. And if you're out there with him somewhere and just about to kiss, thank God I want to be that someone that you're with. Well, I hear your favorite songs you sing along with every day. What? Uh, And I borrow things that I don't need for conversation's sake. Last night I heard your key. It hit your lock at 4 a.m., Instead of being out with me, you must be out with them. What the fuck? So I think this song is uh, the prequel to Follow You Home. (laughs) And actually, um, I almost think maybe Next Contender is like the second in the the series. Oh, Uh, Next Contestant. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. So he stalks this woman and um, uses... Pick up artist tactics to get her to actually date him. Yep. Uh, and then uh, is extremely jealous uh, and controlling in the relationship. And then uh, it's to the point where she is like uh, beating him away, like mm-hmm. you know, and and, yep. and and he just continues to pursue her. This is like the movie Fear, starring Mark Wahlberg, and <laughs> this woman is. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon getting fingered on the uh, on the roller coaster. I finally coaster. watched Holy that scene. <laughs> yeah, made me feel weird. They're teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Let's 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 assign some points here. Yeah, I'm going Nickelback. Yeah, Although for sure. I I would love. I can't wait until like Lana Del Rey covers it and then teases out how creepy it is, like she did with that Sublime song. Oh, really? I can hear it with wrong wrong way. Did she do that? Oh, she did. Um, doing time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I resign to nine. I originally. You're into eight. What? <laughs> that, that was good. That was good, Lana. I originally had this one for Nickelback, but I gotta give it to. That is... Just for that, just, like again, Nickelback. It, it, it's uh, I react more viscerally to it. Is it is more aggressively? It's an assault. It's an assault. Like I said, and Maroon Five, you'd let him get away with a lot, but they said going so high we fucked the sky. You yes. don't have to explain it anymore. There's yeah, so it's, much it's egregious uh, vocal uh, crime. <laughs> and fucking feelings. Right. Also, who writes a song called Feelings? I hate it. Like, and there's not even any feelings in it. All there is are, uh, yeah, does he know you're nasty inside? If you want me, take me home and let me use you. I know he doesn't satisfy you like I do. Actually, it's the same song as the other song. Uh, yeah. Wait, it's the same fucking song. Oh. The feelings are, are just like the nerve endings in his penis. <laughs> I think that's it. It's just <laughs> physical sensation. It's not emotion. That he has to vice grip at all he times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, when he does that, 
Alex. It does sound like somebody is squeezing his yeah. genitals very painfully. <laughs> That's all. All right. Speaking of gross sex stuff, let's just finish this mm. off with the final two. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Rockstar. There's no God. Rockstar by Nickelback, followed by My Heart is Open. And there's one more song in the Maroon 5 album, and it doesn't fucking matter. So let's go ahead. Quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in and a king size tub big enough for 10 plus me. So what you need? I need a, a credit card that's got no limit and a big black chair with a bedroom in it. Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. Been done. Ladies and gentlemen, The Voice. (laughs) (laughs) The Voice, the album. That is a duet between Adam Levine and Gwen Stefani. Oh, wow. Both albums end with duets. Nice. Nickelback, uh, Chad doing the duet with Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. <laughs> that's a little yes. devil on his shoulder. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. That's that's who it is? Mm-hmm. Ass. What you need. That actually makes sense. Been there, done that. That almost sounds like an intentional choice. I might have to give them a slight amount of credit for it, but um, not much. Uh, mm-hmm. My heart is open. It's fucking so stupid. The whole song is just... You know, one more no and I'll believe you. I'll walk away and I will leave you be. Congratulations for doing the bare minimum and getting, you know, some consent or at barring <laughs> consent, walking away. Yeah, I didn't even really. At this point, am, am yeah. I really going to analyze lyrics? No, you're, I, you I, My brain is. I That's all I wrote. That's it. I couldn't do it then. I can't do it now. No. I just know the one thing I will give to my heart is open is that I can totally see a, like a cute couple like crushing it at karaoke. <laughs> Maybe. I, yeah, it, it does give you the karaoke vibe. It gives you the voice vibe, you yeah. know, of just like an artist that's like singing another artist's song and it's never going <laughs> to actually be like famous on their own. Uh, we'll just fade into obscurity after the show's over. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those. It would be a good song for someone else to sing. Right. And um, yeah, the, the piano's nice, I guess. I don't know. I guess I can also see someone really crushing it doing rock star at karaoke too. Yeah. I think so, I, maybe. I don't know. Did I say that Chad Kroger that Nickelback was cool? <laughs> <laughs> Did we say that at one point? We, he, he's the one we would hang out with. We'd okay. hang out with him. I mean, he's joining the Mile High Club. He's got a big black jet with a bedroom in it. He's going to live in hilltop yeah. houses. It's his rap superstar. It's his so uh, lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Right. Yeah. It's all very, you know, it's it's all tongue in cheek and. Yeah. Rah, rah. He yeah, says we get it. it's a satire. Um, yeah. It's like a country song. Yeah. It's a very country song, but you can't satirize your real life. I know. <laughs> you I know? know. It's, it's, it's disingenuous for him to be like. Oh, I'm rolling my eyes at the rock and roll lifestyle. Like, as if. It's like, no, dude, like, your band is incredibly famous. You are rich. Mm -hmm. You are married to another celebrity. You are... Briefly. Oh, they 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 broke up pretty quickly. I thought they were together for, like, a a good... No, two years. I thought they had a good good run. It was a quick... Nope. 
couple laughs. Who'd she last longer with, him or Derek Wibley? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Nice. Chad's Canadian winning in the in that department. I will say it's a little relatable that he talks about sign a couple autographs so I can eat my meals for free. And then uh, ZZ Top Guy goes, I'll have the quesadilla. <laughs> and it's like, wait, really? Like, that's what you're going <laughs> to? That's what you're going to flex on him? You're going to be like, I'll, I'll get a quesadilla for Like, I'm going to go to the round round or something. <laughs> and, like, get a free quesadilla. Like, okay. like Quesadillas a risk with that Billy Gibbons beard. You know, you can't. You, <laughs> that thing's going to be covered. <laughs> Just, you're going to find Pico de Gallo in there too. be. <laughs> later it's uh it's public health <laughs> issues with nickelback over and over and over again it's true it's what true. It, maybe we don't want canadian health care <laughs> canadian style health care i just like the idea that you're gonna get a quesadilla like i feel like i yeah. would do that too if someone like all of a sudden like called my bluff and was like yeah it's on the house i'd be like oh we'll have a quesadilla i guess <laughs> <laughs> just be like oh fuck i should have gotten the steak but it's too late yeah relatable the very relatable very cool band very cool yeah. band that yeah. we that, that we love and we want to <laughs> have a beer with i guess and we want to go out on the town we want to go downtown in our truck and <laughs> beat up maroon five Oh, Beat man. up all the Maroon 5s. I hate those Maroon 5s so much. <laughs> oh. Fuck, I'm going out if I see a Maroon 5. I'm beating his ass. Well, you're beating oh, the cardboard cutouts of the other members of the band that used to exist, but you're trying to punch <laughs> through it, and you just can't make, you can't penetrate. It's just these little yeah. dream fists. You just keep punching. Yeah, Maroon 5, maybe they would win the fight now because they've just become like an AI and they'll like <laughs> yeah. they'll turn the street lights off and like cause fucking you know, yeah. super Power rates outages. to shoot out. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. The We've... fucking phone charging station comes alive and it's like <laughs> whipping Chad Kroger with a USB charger. I feel like they're that, Chad would like uh, it. He's yeah. into that shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it all comes full circle. Oh, it doesn't adjust. <laughs> well. He likes to stick his gears in the outlet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Give a little Yum. shock to the system. Oh, God. I can't believe we had anything nice to say about any of these bands <laughs> over the course of this past two hours and counting. Um oh. But because of that, we should rate these songs quickly, and then we should uh, we should do the math. Yeah, we'll I do the mean, math. We... You also have to pick your worst of the worst. Oh God! All so, right. So let's do the points first. Yeah, I, I the Maroon Five song sucks worse. Yep. Uh, I will. Uh, God, I'll give it to Maroon Five too. All right. I'm mm. not gonna reveal the scores as they are now. Wow. You hold a lot of power here. I, I do. I'm the official scorekeeper. You're Tom Perez. <laughs> oh, no. So no uh, the math all checks out. Yeah, and we're nothing's not, wrong. We're not going to fix any of the mistakes if they do exist, which they don't. So oh. what's the worst of the worst? Uh, next contestant, the... Uh, the about the slutty girlfriend and her sexy clothes and wanting to hit everyone. At, I song. Ugh. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I have nothing to say. I just fucked up. My brain is melted, you guys. Uh, it's understandable. I completely agree. I second that. That's by far the worst. I'm giving it to Photograph. That song's done more damage to my psyche than anything else. So. All right. With that. So with that revenge that you're taking on them, it seems that we've probably turned the tables on ourselves, Michael, <laughs> if I'm doing the math correctly, well, which I don't do very often. 
Um, well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Moving on to round two, the semifinals of March Badness. <laughs> Taking on the number one seed, Pitbull. It's Nickelback, Of course obviously. it is, yeah. 24 to 15. Don't clap. <laughs> Take that I, clap I'm back. So, I'm really proud of them. And I know, uh, I know the person who's going to review that. Oh yeah, he, he identifies as um, Daddy's little piggy pink uh, boy, <laughs> so he's gonna fucking love this album. It's gonna make him so happy. Well, we have to do another Nickelback album. Is what happened. Oh, yeah, we can only okay. hope the next album is just as horny as this oh, one. Oh man, and and, um, and and yeah, our guest for that show is also a big Matchbox Twenty fan, which <laughs> not far off <laughs> the mark here. Huh. So we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna find out how that goes. It's gonna be an interesting matchup going up against the. Heavy Pitbull. Um, it's going to be Pitbull Globalization uh, <laughs> 2014. The Global League. That's the name of the album is Globalization. I'm not kidding. Against uh, It is a conspiracy. The government is talking to us through bad music and controlling our brains. And that's going to be against um, No Fixed Address by Nickelback 2014. No. A couple of 2014 albums. All right. Going head to head in round two, episode one with Brandon Valley. That's going to be next week. So tune in. But before we get ahead of ourselves, we have to thank Katie McCarthy, our incredible guest, for being on the show today. Woo! Thank you for having me. And no thank you to the musical artists. <laughs> <laughs> Zero thank yous for you, sir. Yeah, this was this was tough. This was tough, but it you made it so much more fun, uh, this experience. Um, if we're going to be miserable, at least misery does love company and oh, your wonderful company. So you thank you so much, Katie. And please feel free to plug things that you have going on preferably in March. Uh, Later well, in March. Yeah, I'm at the comedy studio, just a bunch. I live there. Um, come find me. I live um, in the green room. <laughs> um, do you, Are you like a resident? Are you doing a residency in March or just basically there I'm, enough that you are a resident? I'm like just, you live in the actual green room. <laughs> I am the green room. <laughs> All the other comedians live inside of me. <laughs> it's my insides. Smell. <laughs> that's why you get. That's why you get to have sex with a clean, a squeaky clean animal being. Exactly. Again. there's a public health crisis going on inside of my body, <laughs> and Nickelback is not helping. Nope. <laughs> the flora is all out of whack. The pH is is totally it's fucked. But you are a very funny comedian. We can yeah. find you, Katie McCarthy. Do you have a website? It's uh, katiemccarthy.xyz. <laughs> wow. Yes. It's good. That's great. We'll go and, and pay attention to Katie's art because it's fucking awesome and it's a lot better than everything that we talked about today. <laughs> and you can find us at makeitstoppodcast.com. You can uh, subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at makeitstopcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts or on iTunes and Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. And leave us a review. Please leave us a review. We need some nice things. Actually, we really, I want to say again, thank you so much to people who have given us very specific detailed nice comments and uh and helpful critiques uh shout out to uh one of our fans who 
uh, helpfully informed us. Another actually roadhead reference that we missed <laughs> um, in the uh, Pat Boone episode that we uh, forgot that Pat Boone had changed a lyric to say, reach between the, s- reach down and put on your seatbelt instead of, <laughs> which is hilarious. So thank you for, for reading closely and for listening closely. We love that. And um, yeah, you should listen to the other podcasts on the Pantheon Podcast Network. They're great. And we'll see you next time. Stoppies. Goodbye. 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 Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.